One sunny day, Hobgob and Mulch were at the buddy ball pitch, a large clearing in the forest, and they tossed the ball between them. Hobgob knew to keep his one eye on the ball and to get his hands behind it. Mulch knew to get her branches ready and to stay alert so that Hobgob didn't trip over as he was watching the ball. They were the perfect team. Soon friends began to join them. Gressa the griffin landed before flying up to catch a high ball and pass it down to Hobgob below. Henry the halfling took breaks from puffing his pipe to dash under the ball and to head it high and looping to Mulch. Beef the barman clutched the ball to his chest, ran and passed it to Gressa, diving as he did so. Eventually they had enough players to form a team. Just as they were about to begin, a regal figure turned into the clearing. He rode a splendid horse, decorated with diamond studs. His armour glinted and gleamed, and with a gasp, they realised that his mail was not made from iron, but from mithril silver. Mithril was priceless, and could only be forged by the smiths of the finest courts. He wore the crest of the three-headed bear. His horse trotted towards them with magisterial elegance, only tiny plumes of dust rising as it seemed to glide forward. Perfectly upright, the mysterious rider kept his gaze straight ahead. Seeming not to notice the group of friends, he rode straight into them, causing them to hop, leap and fly out of harm's way. Then he came to a halt and sat perfectly still as they gazed at him in confusion. After several moments, Hobgob hopped over with the ball in his hand. Greetings, friend. We're about to start a game of buddy ball. Would you like to join in? The horseman didn't flinch, and a slightly awkward silence descended. Hobgob shuffled on his foot and looked to Mulch. Mulch looked back and shrugged. Do you know nothing of course etiquette? boomed the rider, making everyone jump. You are a peasant. No, worse, a goblin. Do you know who I am? Hobgob turned red. The last thing he wanted was to offend anybody. Now he'd gone and upset their guest. He thought it might be even more rude to point out that he had spent a day as the king with Mulch. Another story for another day. Gressa leapt from her haunches and took flight, hovering over the horseman with effortless flaps of her wings. Knight of the three-headed bear, we welcome you, sir. It is an honour indeed to have you among us, and we hope that you accept our invitation to play. Invitation accepted! The knight leapt from his stallion and showed great agility to land and grab the ball from Hobgob, who almost fell backwards in surprise. So what are the rules to your crude game? What was it? Oik ball? Pleb ball? <laughs> the knight roared with laughter. Gressa swooped and plucked the ball from his grasp with her razor-sharp talons. The first rule of buddy ball is that all who play are friends. Hobgob is our friend and, I should add, a buddy ball champion. We play with people we love, and when we ask you to join us, you respect all of us. Gressa's huge eyes locked with those of the knight. They stood and stared at one another, and everyone else watched, waiting to see who would blink first. Gressa's put on! Henry puffed angrily on his pipe. You can play, but you can't be speaking to Hobgob like that. And in case you hadn't noticed, added Mulch, buddy ball is the new national sport now. The knight broke his stare with Grasser and looked shocked to have been spoken to in this way. He clearly wasn't familiar with people telling him what was what. Finally, he cleared his throat and looked away. Fine. Any other rules? You'll pick them up. Grasser threw the ball to Hobgob 
and everyone clapped and cheered, dashing to take up their positions. As the ball was kicked, thrown, caught, headed and passed between all of the players, the volume of clapping and cheering increased with every passage of play. The knight looked baffled. Who was winning? Who were the star players? This commoner's sport made no sense to him. At last the ball was passed to him and he saw his chance to shine. He dashed forward, using slick footwork to twist past one, two, three players, elbowing beef as he barged past and then, seeing glory, he drop-kicked the ball, watching with delight as it disappeared into the distance. Minus four points, called Willie the werewolf, who was wearing the black and white stripes of the umpire. Minus four, bellowed the knight. That was a man-of-the-match moment. You win four points for good passes, loud clapping and enthusiastic cheering. You lose four points for pointlessly kicking the ball into the distance, announced Willie, studying the official rule book. Looking at the scores, Hobgob is winning. Why, that's absurd. I'm clearly the superior athlete here, and, well, you're not even a werewolf, just a wolf. Mulch, Gresser and Henry dashed over. We warned you, reminded Gresser. You've been rude to Hobgob and now Willie, added Mulch. Let him play, Willie intervened. He's still learning the rules and deserves a chance. Beef found and retrieved the ball and play resumed. After a complex passing sequence, Henry completed a sensational header, receiving huge applause and cheers. Points all round. The play became faster and faster, and the players were totally absorbed, needing all of their concentration. Gresser received huge cheers for a flying pass to Mulch. Hobgob used all of his experience to send a long ball straight into Beef's arms as he charged past and Mulch showed remarkable agility to catch a bullet header from Henry. The match was turning into a classic. The knight, however, was not impressed. He stood and sulked, arms folded and head slouched, grumbling under his breath as the others built up impressive scores. He regretted ever having joined in. What sort of game didn't have players shouting abuse at each other? Why was nobody cheating? It was unlike any sport he had ever played at court. Then, suddenly, Mulch passed a hobgob, who looked around at his options. His friends waved their arms and called out, but he hopped around them. Then, with a flying dive, he used all his skill and sent the ball flying to the self-pitying knight. Surprised, the knight almost missed the ball as it flew towards him, but he fumbled it and managed to hold on. He looked at the battered ball in his hands and saw where the friends had each marked their name. He thought of the jousting and duelling that had dominated his life at court, and he became rather sad. He had never been friends with opponents, or indeed with those on his side. He just wanted to win. Everyone watched the knight as he stood staring at the ball. After a long wait, he looked up and played a simple pass. Back to Hobgob clapping as he did so and shouting encouragement. Suddenly the game burst back into life, with passes whizzing back and forth, the cheering getting louder and louder. The knight's mighty stallion kicked off its diamond studs and rode into the action, neighing its delight as it kicked the ball to mulch. The match was indeed a classic, and as the sun set, the tired players finally gathered, shaking hands and applauding the fine performance from the umpire. The first round's on the house! called Beef, the barman, who was always generous after a good buddy ball game. And it's free drinks all night for today's winner, added Hobgob. He rummaged in his helmet and pulled out a large gold trophy. 
Congratulations, Sir Knight! Shocked, the knight shook Hobgob's hand. He was a champion. Not the sort of champion he had always been before, striking, jousting opponents from their horses, or cheating to win duels. He was a real winner now. Overwhelmed, he wiped a tear from his cheek. Thank you, he said, and they all set off to the dragon's arms to celebrate. Thank you so much for joining me for the tales of Hobgob and Mulch. To hear about upcoming episodes, please do hit subscribe. Also, you can follow Hobgob and Mulch on Instagram and Twitter, at Hobgob and Mulch, and please leave comments wherever you want to. It's always great to hear from you. All of the stories are written and narrated by me, George Prince, copyright 2020. I'm very much looking forward to seeing you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye.